Hi guys, welcome to Footy Week Podcast. My name is Ahis Anthony and I've got a full house today. We'll be discussing, can Liverpool retain the EPL title? My name is Ahis Anthony once again. And with me are Babatunde Idumo, Chimamaka and Damini making his debut on the podcast. Hey, cheers. Do we need to ring the bell for him or what? I think yeah. you should ring the bell. I actually think you should ring the bell. Oh, sorry, there's no bell. There's nothing to press here. No console to press here. You're welcome, guy. You're the welcome. Only, the only thing we can give is a thumbs up, and we'll say welcome to you on Footy with Podcast. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll welcome, take that. yeah. Welcome to yeah. Footy with Podcast. Yeah, great to be here. Great to be here. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just be gisting. It's all gist, and we just want to discuss Liverpool. You know. After seeing the humdinger that happened at Villa Park, Aston Villa trashing Liverpool 7-2. No, no one saw that coming. Nobody saw that coming, really. I'm so sure I can beat my chest and say none of you guys on the podcast currently saw that result coming. I, I saw the result. I didn't see 7-2. I, I, I didn't see 7-2. But I had a Aston very Villa. Well, I I'm very strong that Villa will win, rather. I expected Villa to win, honestly. Wow. I predicted Chimo that Villa win. I just if an idea expects Liverpool to lose. To be fair on Sunday, because we have where we make our predictions, yeah, yeah. weekly predictions, and he, he predicted that Aston Villa was going to beat Liverpool, yeah. but he never predicted the 7-2. I didn't Nobody predict seven two, but I predicted they will. I said they will send he a shockwave across the Premier League. I said that they will send a shockwave across the Premier League. And it did. seven two against Liverpool. That's 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 what? a shockwave. That's a tsunami, man. That's a that's tsunami. an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> so what we we just were discussing today on Football Podcast, we just freestyle. You know, look at Liverpool chances. Are they going to retain the title? Is it repeat? Is going to be repeat or bust for Liverpool? Jurgen Klopp celebrated um, how many years in the in the club five. of recent? Liverpool celebrated in five years, and we saw the stats which he shared with you guys on on our WhatsApp group. Yes, he, he has 272 games. He's been in charge of 272 games, 164 wins, 62 draws, 46 losses, percentage win of 60.3, and he has won four trophies, which are the EPL, um, the Champions League, the UEFA Super Cup, right? From, from and the World Club Cup, which is fair for any manager. Any manager that wins that is cool. It's so cool. But we're concentrating on this season because we've seen teams in the EPL win the Premiership in the past. I think Manchester United and Chelsea, Manchester United, Chelsea during Mourinho era. I can see Damini and Chimamaka smiling already because I mentioned Chelsea. <laughs> Manchester United as well during Ferguson, where they have to repeat, you know, having to retain the title. Arsenal never did it. You know, mm. 2001, mm. 2003. Let me get to that video. <laughs> Short fire. No, they didn't, they didn't do it. Man, City, Man City did it on the Guardiola, if I'm correct. Okay. He did it. Yeah. Okay. So Liverpool, we, we knew how long it got them to win the EPL. 30 years of waiting. Even Arsenal didn't have to wait 30 years. But Liverpool had to wait 30 years and they won the title emphatically last season. Going 44 games from the previous season, 2018-2019 season, going into 2019-2020 season. And it got to that game at the... Um, at, at Watford, where Watford had to take them to pieces. They lost heavily, 3-0. So, guys, let's look at it. And also into the season, their first game against Leeds United, 4-3, was a goal fest. And they went into the second game. They dismantled Chelsea. Chelsea were one, were one man down, with all due respect to Chelsea. And also, they played Arsenal. They won Arsenal 3-1. Shambolic defending from Arsenal. And they went to Villa Park thinking it was mm. going to be a stroll in the park, and they lost 7-2. Do 
on our social media handle, we posted today about the 9-0 loss, Southampton to um, Leicester City. And we're saying, can we see such, yeah, can we see such happening this season? And this season is just four games gone, and we've seen 7-2. There's every 10 days we'll see 10-0 with the way things are going. <laughs> but guys, let me leave it for you guys. Starting with Damini making his debut on the podcast, Liverpool. What's your take on Liverpool this season thus far? So, so for me, I want to start it with a question, right? And um, the question is very simple. So after what we saw against Leeds United, um, also against Aston Villa, I want to pick those two matches in particular, right? Do we think that Liverpool can kill the other yeah. small team in the Premier League? So, for example, now, if Liverpool should play against a... Everton, right? Their next match is against Everton or something. That's yeah. a goal first. That's easily a goal first match. Easily. Yeah, Everton. Like three, three, four, three, something ridiculous like that, right? If they play against a who else? Who else? Might think of? A, a Brighton, for example, now on a good day, right? They've lost yeah. their fear, their fear factor. If you ask me, no, but no club is afraid of them. It's the same thing Manchester United is suffering from right now. Nobody's afraid of Manchester United. Whether you're going to Old Trafford or you're going or you're coming to your own stadium, Manchester United is just players that are not like fantastic. So on a good day, you can fight with them and mm-hmm. steal three points, right? So I personally feel it's not impossible. Again, this is football, right? So far, Mane is still in Liverpool. For me, oh, Mane and Alisson, those two players. Anything can happen. They can find a way. Alisson can force a clean sheet anytime, can stop the penalty, all those ridiculous things that he did last season. Mane, at the same time, can practically show his African muscle and just play, play, right? So, for me, Salah is not even their, not even their secret weapon, right? It's more of Mane, Henderson, and Alisson, and that's for me. Because Henderson, for example, now, is a cool-headed guy. Against Villa, they were just running all over the place. It was obvious that they had nobody to calm them down. Once they considered a goal, we just think that, okay, well, let's counter and try and score another one. Before you know it, Villa will catch them again. <laughs> and you're playing against Grealish. Grealish right now is upset that no club seems to get him. First night, I know Grealish has low-key beef with every other top six club. Like, people would not want to sign me, Abby, because you think I'm not good. Oh, yeah, let me show you who I am. Right, you also have Barkley now. Barkley also feels that he was a, a Chelsea reject. So these boys are still going to cause problems, right? These boys are still going to cause problems. And I don't feel like Liverpool have a good defensive pairing, right? I feel Van Dijk doesn't have a good pairing beside him to stop those goals. I don't think he does. Firmino still, I don't know whether I don't. I can't, I can't imagine that you will call somebody a striker and he scores less goals. Than his wingers, it still doesn't add up to me. So it was a good season, though. Last season was a good season, but it's not repeating itself. I don't see it repeating itself at all. I don't know. I don't see it repeating itself. Personally, for me, I don't see it. Everybody is so quiet. Uh-uh. I'm like, I did a good job now. I really get. I really get. You know. Probably you did. You did. You did a good job. You did a good job. Did a good job. Yeah. Well, uh, from my own end, let me talk like an, an analyst. Well, yes. Are you hearing me loud and clear? I believe you're hearing me, right? Yeah. I, I don't see Liverpool repeating what happened last season. They had a ride last season. This season is not going to be that way. Now this is the fourth match of the season already, and they've already taken in seven-two from a team that struggled to to survive. The relegation last season. Louder, now, bro. Louder. Let those at the back hear you. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is this is so this is this is a Liverpool team that had that had that won the EPL actually with about two or three matches to spare mm-hmm. against uh, an Aston Villa team that had to fight to the last game of the season to hold a spot back in the EPL. Now. If that, that is happening at the fourth match of the season already, then we should we should expect blinders this season from 
any team. There is no team that is called a small team any longer. If Liverpool, Liverpool, when I watched the game, I found it difficult to analyze because I realized that the whole team are in shambles. Why did I say so? They they felt they had that, according to what Damini said, they, they felt they, they carried that fear factor. Meanwhile, the thing came and messed them up at Villa Park. The Villa Park had his troll in the park, actually. They had a wonderful time in the park. They had picnics, they had they had they had so much fun at Villa Park. Like he said, he stated um Jack Grealish. Grealish actually waited for a big money transfer that didn't happen. We saw a Barkley that is actually who, who deemed is who, who who was deemed as a reject in Chelsea that went to and wreck havoc. Now I won't, I won't just mention these players. I will take it back to their gaffers, to their manager. Dean Smith is doing a wonderful job. We didn't happen to see that last season because they had problems coming into the Premier League and trying to fight away all through. Now, this season, they've brought in some one, two, three players. The first acquisition they had that actually touched me, that actually hit hard, was the acquisition of, of Arsenal reject, Emi Martinez. You cannot close oh. your eyes to that guy's Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can remember one of the matches before this fourth match. He saved a penalty. He was actually the man of the match. So this is these are things you have to look at as well. You have to see some of all these things. They have good acquisitions who are actually blending in already. So they they did their homework, is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Aston Villa did their homework and they didn't just do their homework. They did a project and they, they came out excellent in their project. They dismantled the current EPL champions. I will not talk the tactical approach at which club came with. I will not analyze the, the approach at which the Smith came with. But at the end, the result played out fine. A Chelsea fan, I suffered defeat. Seven two is more like <clears throat> you did a good job. I'm happy about that. Actually, over to you, man. Uh, I would. I will continue on what you said, Chairman. You know, it's a. Uh... The recruitment in in for Aston Villa was fantastic because those players that they brought in are good enough to be starters in the clubs they came from, and they happen to find themselves where they are. The captain Jack Grealish is a good enough player to play at any of the top teams in the Premier League, you know. So, with, for the fact that they already have that first experience in the Premier League, second they went through the troubles of um, relegation last season as a group, as one unit, I think that that has um, further bonded that team to the point that they are that, that they are ready for any challenge. Believe me, I, 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 believe, well, I believe that the relegation battle is more difficult than the race to win the championship, to win the Premier League. It's a lot tougher down there than uh to win the premier league and for them to have come through this i mean for real they battled relegation for a good part of the season up to half of the season of the last season and for them to have come back they had to keep scoring goals even though they were considering goals what the manager did was just make sure they shut they stop all the goals that they are considering and with that i mean if they stop considering goals believe me that they'll keep scoring for liverpool <clears throat> liverpool's problem has been that they have not they are yet to find a way to not concede goals they are yet to find a way to to keep clean sheet the, the moment allison is not in goal every time allison is not in goal they they are yet to keep a clean, a clean sheet and that is their, that was their greatest undoing that will continue to be their undoing for as long as allison is out which i think is going to be about three or four weeks this season's Premier League is going to be a bloodbath for everyone because number one, these players did not really rest. The <laughs> you have to make sure that you are outscoring your opponents every time. You have to make sure this season because it's going to be very. It's going to be. Yeah, I mean, we, we, they've scored over 140 goals in four games across the Premier League. This over 140 goals already. It's going to be that type of season where everybody will just be scoring and. It, you have to make sure you outscore your opponents. I don't see Liverpool doing that this season because of, again, you just mentioned it, Firmino being their main striker. And 
Yeah, that's not going. It's not going to cut it. I don't think Firmino is that striker that can produce uh, at the top level, being that he's the only person up there. I don't think he's that. But again, I don't think Liverpool can retain the Premier League simply because one, they can't keep they can't keep uh, enough clean sheets. I don't think they can keep enough clean sheets this season. Secondly, I don't think they can always outscore their opponents. They were fortunate against Leeds. The those ones were matching them, so it means that any team that goes attacking against Liverpool, they they they, they would likely come ahead against them. So it's it's going to be a very long season. But bottom line, I don't see Liverpool retaining it because of the amount of goals that it's looking like they will concede this season. You, 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 well said. I agree. Well said, bro. So I'll, I'll, I'll continue. So uh, now, from, from all we've <clears> actually said, understandable that we are looking at Liverpool not to do what they did last season. This season. So it's, it's actually, on my own take, I believe it's not going to happen. Even if it's going to happen, it's going to be a very slim chance. It's going to be a very slim chance. I, I, I agree with what, what Damian has also said and Sundi as well. So out of Liverpool, we we are looking at we are still talking of Liverpool. Now, the club had five years to achieve this. Achieve this, we know what how it has been with the likes of Chelsea, who have had over eight managers in the space of 10, 15 years. Past them five years. Yeah, we've seen it with 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 Manchester United, who have had change of managers in the space of five years. Arsenal just did theirs recently. Actually, they've also had change of managers. We've seen um, Tottenham also suffer the same thing. What do you guys think? What's what you guys think on it with with Klopp? Do, do you think Klopp actually had had an easy ride running five years, which is not always easy? I don't know how what you guys feel about it with the with the amount of years he had till he was able to accomplish the EPL title. Damien, what do you think? Um. So for me, right. Um, Klopp actually, I started, I started hearing about Klopp when he was back in Mainz in Bundesliga, right? And in in Mainz, he actually did something there. He got into the top, I think top six or top four or something like that. And, you know, Dortmund came for him, right? While he was in Dortmund, he also built his project over a three-year period. It was not, it was not a. I came to Dort, I came to Dortmund. I didn't start winning trophies. No, it was a, it was a gradual process. So he built the likes of Kagawa, uh, Mario Gotze, Marco Royce, Lewandowski. You know, he built all those guys, right? And he made them into champions, right? I think it was under it was actually under club that these players became world class, right? Is when they bought um when Mario bought Shinji Kagawa. Kagawa was banging in goals. When um, these guys came for Lewandowski, Lewandowski was the hottest striker. Guess who also played on that club? Aubameyang. There you get so he himself he, he's the kind of coach that builds players i don't think he's ever bought a ready-made player that was a star that was a star that came to shine now liverpool's project was also very similar to dortmund's project right they were looking for a manager that would build the team not necessarily you know just they will give you money and then expect you to perform wonders that was never liverpool's approach right so even when um what's it called? When he took over from Brendan Rogers, they were trying to build a club with Brendan Rogers, and it wasn't working for them, right? They got close to the Premier League. They actually got close, but sadly, Gerard had to slip, and then Baba did what he did, right? <laughs> so they got club. They got club. What did club do? Club bought um I can't remember his first his first player was, but he bought some players, right? After a while, he got the Chamberlains, he got Lalana, he got Salah, he got Mane. You know, he, he bought... These players were not, like, top-quality players. When he bought Salah, he bought Salah from Roma, right? Salah was a reject from Chelsea. So Chelsea actually sold Salah to Roma because they were like, this boy is nothing. He's not going to become anything, right? Mane was in Southampton. He was still not a fantastic player. Robertson was in Hall City or some funny club like that, right? Trent was in probably in secondary school or something. So he built this club together and he brought them up, 
right? And the difference between these other clubs you've mentioned, the Manchester United, the Chelsea's, the um, the uh, Manchester Cities, these these guys, the owners wanted an immediate change, right? They didn't want they didn't want a change to come through a space of one season or two seasons or three seasons, right? For example, now when Chelsea had Conte, Conte gave them a season, gave them a trophy the first season. By the next season, when he couldn't give them a trophy, they chopped him out, right? Club went three seasons, zero trophies. Three seasons, zero trophies, right? But once he started getting the trophies, they all started coming. He gave them the Champions League, right? That club, what they were missing was a very good goalkeeper. They got rid of Karius. They got rid of Mignolet. They brought in Allison. Allison was the final piece. So they fixed their defensive problems with Van Dijk. They got Allison, and then all of a sudden, they knew that okay, well, this was a team that was ready to uh, what's it called to get all the glory, right? But again, it's football. Once you have become a star or a champion, all the people that you beat will begin to study you and learn what what you are doing, and then be able to counter it. And now Liverpool has been countered. Their secrets, their their bomb bomb is open. I don't know if I'm allowed to pause. So let me just say their bomb bomb is not open yet. So everybody has seen their their tactics. I don't know how to attack them. So yeah, that's the major difference. The club itself, you know, they 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 backed club for this long. They expected him to bring the trophies in the long run, unlike the other clubs you mentioned. So yeah. All right. So from what you're saying now, he was actually backed and he was given five years. How how well five years is a good is a good period for a good manager who's what he's doing to actually accomplish what club has actually accomplished. So what's your take on this? Five years is a it's a good time for a project. So that's why I mean, if that's what Liverpool were aiming for, if that's what they were going after, then yes, it's it's a good deal for them to win four trophies in five years. Ateta has won half of those of that in a few months, yeah. right? So we I, we just have to go back to look at the team to see that what is the criteria? What is the criteria that I was given? Club is a great manager. He's a, he's great at giving hugs and all of that, but. Trophy-wise, I don't think he's that manager because he's a project-type manager. He's not a manager for instant fix, which is what we've seen with Manchester United and Chelsea he's, uh, and Man City. He's not a manager for the process. He's not a manager for a quick fix. He's a manager for a project. So he would fail if you bring him in for quick fix. If you have the time for a project, yes, of course. I mean, Klopp is a fantastic manager for that, but so is everyone else. I mean, we saw what David Moyes did with Everton when he had time. You know, he he brought that team up. He made Everton relevant. Mm -hmm. Any manager can do that, given time. So, if any manager, given time, can win trophies, does that mean Klopp is actually a great manager? Because he has taken a lot of time to get to where he is. Four, I mean, five years, four trophies. Those trophies, by the way, the four trophies were won in the last two years. In the last two years. Champions League, uh, Club World Cup, and uh, Super Cup. All that was back-to-back. Then the Premier League this, uh, this season. So, this past season. So, again, any manager given time with the right financial backing can produce trophies. Is Klopp one of those managers who can do quick fix? I, I don't think he is. And, I mean, <laughs> we've been awarding or rewarding Klopp uh, for the longest because of his personality, because of what he brings, because of how he jumps up and down, running down the field, <laughs> run to hugs, his, run to hugs his players. That's, those are the things, those are the antics that we've been rewarding him for. Is he actually tactically a sound manager that can do a quick feel like, oh, with that AC Milan and Inter Milan have not been the best for the past few years. Conte was brought, was brought in to come and do a quick fix. Inter Milan almost won the league last season. Yeah. And this year, they are, they are going for it. That's their bottom line, to win Serie A. Um, AC Milan, well, I mean, if, question, if AC Milan decides, okay, let's bring in club for a quick fix, do you think they will com- compete at the same level as Inter Milan currently are? I don't think so. So, 
Is Klopp a good manager with the right money given time? Yes, of course. But so is uh, Harry Redknapp. So is uh, David Moyes. So is Pellegrini. You know. But hey, it's where we are. Hey, Tunde. Tunde, are you comparing Klopp with Moyes or to Moyes? No. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just okay. saying that. Moyes Apologies, because so I just go back to the stream. Yeah, so Moyes the did a fantastic yeah. job. If you look at Moyes' track record at Everton, he did a fantastic job without the money that Klopp had, without the <clears> resources that Klopp had. He brought Everton to a rare table position where they became a force. They qualified for Europe. Everton qualified for yeah. Europe. So, I mean, come on. Their, their club legend is Duncan Ferguson. That is the person that is currently training Calvert Lewin. That is their club legend. So, if. But to be, fair, to be fair on club, to be fair on club, did he have all the resources that he needed when he wow. joined? Because looking at all the players, no, no, no. Compared to compared to Guardiola, who is who is spoiled with a lot of money, he has all the money to spend. He has spent over over four hundred million pounds on his defense. Does Klopp have such access to such amounts of money? Because to be fair, look at all the players he has brought together: Mane from Southampton, Van Dijk from also Southampton. Look at where he brought Robertson from from Hull City, Gomez from Bradford, if I'm correct. And the way he has picked all these players, they are not well-established players when he picked them up. He has picked them up from, you know, from when they were not known, and he made them to be stars. And also, while he was at Dortmund, he worked with a couple of players that were not known stars, and he made them to be where they are. So I think Klopp should be given credit for the lot of work he has done and how far... He has taken Liverpool's team too. Because, sorry, just to make this point, Ateta in his last two press conferences made mention that was when he lost against Liverpool. He said, where Arsenal is at the moment, or where Liverpool is at the moment, is where he's trying to take Arsenal to. So there has been a process from where Klopp took that team. We, we, saw, we saw what Liverpool, Liverpool, they were always bottling it. That match against Crystal Palace that they were leading 3-0, and they lost, no, they drew that match. You know, they've lost, they've gone through pain. And Klopp a lot of work. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. Um, according to what Tunde said, because, okay, before you went off offline, the, the question was, did Klopp have it easy having five years on his hand to do that? And according to what Dan and Tunde have said, the, what I can summarize from all they have said is, Klopp is actually the man for the project. He's not a man for a quick fix. Like every other manager that we have in the top six. Like the, the Gadula came in, his coming in is not, is not for a project. Gadula coming in is just for a quick fix. Mourinho back at um, Tottenham is for a quick fix. Chelsea, we know they don't, they don't have a project. It's just quick fixes. Probably they're trying to start a project with Frank Lampard. I don't know if it's, I don't know if Chelsea will, will be patient enough to actually give Lampard five years that that club has. But it stands presently. We know with every amount of money spent in the EPL, I don't see I don't see any big team presently waiting to run a project, except they have that patience to do five and above years. If they are ready mm -hmm. to run a project, then the project will work. But if they are there to do a quick fix, I'm sorry, they'll have to spend that money. So that's that's I think that's what we all actually talked about. And we have the same conclusion on a quick fix and a project. So with Klopp, lucky for him, he has a he has a project and he's still working. He has a project, him. yeah. Compared to yeah, true, true. Apologies. The network went bad where I was or where I am currently. I had to change location. <laughs> <laughs> I have a yeah. question. Yeah, no problem. Okay. So, since we were earlier trying to do something interesting, comparing David Moyes to Klopp, here's my question. Okay. If Moyes was given enough time in Manchester United, do you think they would have bagged in the trophies? If he was given, if he was given, I'll answer that question and I'll answer it very fast. If he was, he was, he was given that amount of time. 
and if he was given that amount of backing, I believe he would have done well. Because one, Manchester United already is not a team that are looking for glory. They are the most prestigious team in the in the EPL as a stance. So all they need to do is keep up with the standard they have created. So if they had so much faith in, in Moyes, which I saw they didn't have, if they had so much faith in Moyes and he was he was giving you they were being patient with him, I believe he would have done more. Because one, let's understand that with Moyes coming to a club like Manchester United, not just the, the, the manager brings in players. You should know that. The board brings in their own players. I, I want us to understand that. The board mm. brings in their own players. It's, except you have the amount of the, the amount of years someone like Sir Alex Ferguson had in Manchester United 26 years before you can have your own seat, before you become a stakeholder. As it stands, if Moyes had that time, I believe with the backing of the club, with the with the with the um, how do I put it again with the with, with, with the pedigree at which the club has the club is coming from, I believe he would have been backed up, and he would he would he would achieve better. He would have achieved a great deal. He might not have gotten the Champions League though, but I believe he would have gotten some other trophies. Unlike Mourinho, who they brought in and he had to do a quick fix, and he did two years with them, and two years he bagged up his trophies for them. I agree that's with you, Chamaka. That's that's true because I mean, Manchester United were on the right track earlier when they gave him six years contract. It looked like they wanted to do a project, but they chickened out whenever that team was spending. I mean, you have to know that if you're going to do that project, there are some games that you would just lose. There are some games that would not just go your way. It's because you... you, you yeah, so you have to work mm -hmm. yourself to get... You have to work to get to that level. If you had given him... If they had allowed him to run in six years, maybe he may not have won the Premier League. I don't want to say he would have won the Premier League, definitely, but there will be a structure in place that even if you decide to fire him after the six years, whoever is coming in would see that, oh, this club actually backed this guy. It's just that the guy was really, really bad. That That's it. But uh, if you want to do a project, yeah, some things will not go your way. A lot of things won't go your way. But yeah. eventually it would all it would all click, which is what we are seeing with, with Liverpool. It, it, it all looks rosy right now because... Hey, they spent 80 million to buy Van Dyke in one window. And then they spent another about 70 plus million to buy goalkeeper. Yeah, they, they worked themselves Allison, to, get yeah. to, that, to get to that level. They were ready for it. They did it and it paid off. That's what happens when you stick with a project. But when you want to do a quick fix, you better be ready to spend your money. You better be ready to support the manager. You better be ready to not look at the players. Because one of the things that killed Moyes was uh, player power. Player power became very popular. People started listening more to the players than the manager. And that just continued trickling down, just causing a lot of havoc. Stick to the manager. What the manager says he wants, you give it to him. Then, if he doesn't produce in that, in the time that you've given him, then you can fire him. That, Inter Milan is a perfect example. Brought Conte. The year, I was brought in all players from everywhere to win Syria to make Inter Milan a relevant team in Italy again, and it's it's working. So, is Moyes is a club demand for a quick fix? I do not think so. Is it a demand give a, for a project? Yeah, definitely. Well, talking about players that have been signed, let, talking about players that have been signed, let's look at the players Liverpool have signed this this summer, this transfer window. Diego Jota. Um, Diego Jota, this other guy, Diego Alcantara, in Chimamaka's voice, because I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. I'm trying to twist my tongue. And they sold, they sold, they sold Lovren. For me, I feel they not, they didn't really invest in the in the in the part of the team that needs investment, which is the defense, because now we see prior to the end of last season, we saw Van Dyke. Being, being schooled by, by yes, they've won the league, but they were trying to chase 100 points. So there was still something to chase for, but there was still something they would try to achieve last season. And we saw Van Dyke not being strong or not being really, he was schooled by, by some players in the EPL. And I'm surprised Jurgen Klopp didn't really concentrate on that part of the team to strengthen that team. I just want to ask you guys, have, have Liverpool really invested well in the summer? No. 
um, invest, when it comes to investment this season, um, I when you talk when you're talking investment with a project that club has, he's not expected to be spending that whole lot of money any longer. Why? Because he already has a stable team. All he needs to do is bring in one or two players. Now, the question I would be, I would expect you to be asking me is, has he actually covered up for the spots that actually needs to be covered up for? That's my question. Now, he brought a Diego Jota who, who is an attack-minded midfielder. He brought in um, who is this, or that, this left wing back who, who, who he brought in as a replacement or an understudy for, for uh, Robert Timikas. Timikas yeah. from Olympic, Olympiacos. Olympiacos. I think this, these are the only two major guys he has brought in. And he let out a Lovren go. Now, we realized that at the beginning of last season, his pairing used to be Dejan Lovren and Virgil van Dijk. Dejan Lovren had an injury that gave Gomez a spot. And he keyed into it once and for all. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yes. It was between um, Lovren and Matip with a Van Dyke. But they both had injuries. And you realize that even this season, Matip is still continuing with the injury. And you let out Lovren go. In my expectation as an analyst, I will tell you what I will tell you is this he should bring in another central defender who, who will stand in the same pedigree as Van Dyke. If he really wants to not let in goals this season, Jurgen Klopp's undoing is the fact that he keeps letting in goals. And let's not forget this: for you to be a champion, you should take in less goals and score more goals. They are doing more of the scoring and still taking in more of the goals. So there's no balance. I don't. I don't know if you get that. There's no balance. So now I believe in the positions where he, I believe he should, he should actually get a quick fix would have been in central defense. And also have somebody who is going to put Femino on his toes. He has not done that. So those yep. have been Jogan Klopp's problems. And if that is not done by January, I'm sorry, by the end of the season, my, my, my prediction for Liverpool not making the top four is actually going to come through. He did a good deal by bringing in Thiago Alcantara. Alcantara would have, is actually a very good cover for the aging Jordan um, Henderson. A very good cover for him, and he has done that. That is a very good yeah. replacement for that man. But has he fixed the attack option? Has he fixed the defense, the defensive option? If the quest, if the answer to those questions are no, then Jogging Club should be looking for the looking for something else at the end of the season, not the top four. I'm not standing on top four any longer, not making the top four with these lapses. He's not going to make the top four. Uh, Dominique, do you want to take a step? Um, okay, so so for me, right, um, I would answer Hizzy's question with another question. So let's look at Gomez or Matic, right? In the top six, how many teams can these guys comfortably have a starting shape? Just Matic and Gomez, how many teams really? I don't think there's any team that would have a comfortable starting shape, right? No, um, no, they'll walk into anything. They will 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 walk into anything, no doubt. But they will fight they will for, fight for the shirt. Like it's not going to be a given that every week in, week out, you're going to get a shirt. Like, like, no, you fight for right? it. So it's like, it's like, for example, now, earlier, you mentioned that Man City spent over 400 million on their difference, right? Because Gadula knows that he's always going to have a problem in his defense. It's the same thing with Klopp, right? Mm -hmm. Klopp's defense... He, Van Dijk doesn't have a standard defender that can match up to him. That's his major problem. It's the same problem that Alisson himself ha um, had. For example, now, you speak of Ramos. Ramos had Pepe. Ramos had, uh, what's he called? Varane. These are mm -hmm. star boys, right? Let's even go to, let's go to, uh, what's it called? This guy, Maldini. Maldini had Nesta. Uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't mention this. Those, those things are different. We did have Ferdinand. Yeah, that's right? true. We had West had Cavalio. Yeah, that's true. Van Dijk has, doesn't have somebody that can match up to his pedigree, like you said, Chima. Nobody can match mm -hmm. up to his pedigree. 
right? And he's a human being. He's a human <laughs> being. He cannot be. You cannot give me a perfect hundred percent every day. Match, match week yeah. in, match week out. He won't give it to you, right? Now, Robertson. For me, I still feel that Robertson had at least one or two more full seasons. So I don't think getting a getting a a a, a buy for Robertson was even the next thing to do. I think you should have gotten a solid and uh, what's it called, solid um, defender to fight for shirts with Gomez and, and um, Lovren. I feel he should have sold Matip, not Lovren. I feel Lovren should have stayed. It's Matip that should have gone because Matip was the injury prone player, right? That's number one. Number two, Firmino should not be starting in that team. I do not know why Firmino is starting in that team. Firmino should not be starting. I have a problem with if a striker that assists more than his first goal. I have a problem there. I have a serious problem. That's a problem. Striker is counting assists. When Benzema was in Real Madrid, sorry, like when Ronaldo was in Real Madrid, Ronaldo was scoring the goals, fine. But Benzema was still hitting those numbers. Yeah, Benzema was still hanging in the goals. That's true. You understand? He was giving the assist, though, but you know that I'm here. He's still banging in the goals. Yeah. Right? So it, it makes more sense to me. And that's one of the reasons why I strongly believe that they cannot retain the CPL. They can't. Okay, see Everton now. For me now, Everton are like my dark horses for this season. They're my dark horses. Everton can actually win this league. Everton is just, is just initial grad grad. I agree. It's just initial grad grad. That's what you would think when, 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 when generally you know, they 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 second. Well, I feel don't have that legs. I feel they don't have that depth. They don't have the depth. They don't have that. Remember when remember when Leicester City won the season? What we said was it was initial gragra. They used initial gragra to win the league. Don't worry. The same Vadi. The same way Vardy was banging in goals. It's the same way this Cavaloon is ready to bang in the goals. Right? Now, the beauty of it is Everton have Richard Sin and they have Cavaloon. Richard Sin is actually a striker. He's not a winger. He's a full-blown striker. He's not a winger. He's just good on the wings. Right? They have Rodriguez. They also have a, they also have a reject that has a point to prove. Yeah. Right? That's well, for me, that my dark horse is. For me, so yes, they could, they could be, they could be, yes, they could be, they could be the dark horses. They should score goals. If not, it's, they need to buy a player that should disturb you. A player that will put I'm, fire on the I'm, I'm not disputing that. Concerning Femino, yes. I'm not Femino, I'm not disputing. Yes. But let's, let's take a look at the coach's formation as well. Do you think it has... Don't we think it has an effect on Firmino being a player? Because the kind of formation they play, they don't have creativity in that midfield. So they need Firmino to drop down back into that midfield to be able to see how he can spray passes to the left. If you notice, Liverpool, they play, their strength is more on the wing backs. Robertson and um, Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold. So Firmino coming back into the midfield helps Salah and Mane to come into the game. Yes, so is, I think it, is that it, not the reason why Alcantara was brought in? Wait, now you see, Mio, because you guys have not noticed, I have personal beef with Firmino. I have personal beef okay. with him. <laughs> now, let me explain why. So, what you said is, uh, I find it very interesting because I'm going to give you two clubs. Two clubs that play okay. a very similar type of football. Very similar. Not, it's not identical, but it's similar. Right? Okay. When Ronaldo was still in Real Madrid, and Gareth Bale was actually Gareth Bale, right? Benzema was mm -hmm. dropping in. Benzema true, was true. dropping in. And Bale and Ronaldo were the ones that were banging in the goals. But guess what? Benzema was still banging in his own goals. But to be fair, to be fair on, wait, uh, to be fair oh, on wait, Camino, he's got oh, right? Now, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Let's make it yeah. So now let's go. Let's come to the Premier League. Okay. Let's come to the Premier League. See, oh, I'm wearing the Chelsea jersey, but this is not by us. When Ponte came to the Premier League, right? Okay. He played a very similar 
football yeah. to what club is playing today. Very similar, right? Yeah. Hazard and back. Williams yeah. are causing destruction. Mm -hmm. All the destruction was Hazard and Williams. Guy, mm -hmm. Diego Costa was still banging in those goals. True, though. So it's the same way. If Firmino wants to bang in those goals and step up as I am the nine, I'm wearing the nine at the back of my jersey. I am the striker mm -hmm. in this club. He will do that and bang in the goals as well. The thing is, Liverpool will be more of an attacking threat if Firmino can step up. Exactly. Mm. So, this, this one is this one is hard for me. Firmino, yeah. That's that's why they they also brought in Jota. I think, I think, I think Jota was is just a backup for, for money. Yeah, I mean, exactly. he plays. He can play as a striker too. So I think I don't know what Klopp is trying to do, but he needs a number nine, number nine. That person An at the outside moment number nine. is supposed to be Firmino. Is the same? Is the same thing Firmino that Gadiola is, is suffering right now? Mm. Yeah. Is the same thing Gadiola is suffering right now? Gadiola is just making. He's just using makeshift nines. Tell him we yeah. play nine today, tomorrow. He will put Bernardo Silva tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Oh, I have a on the bench. Like, mm -hmm. just get a nine. Get a get nine that's hungry for the goal. There yeah. are plenty. There's people. For me, there's, for me, for me, could it, could, it be, could it be Liverpool has been found out? Because you know, last yeah, season it was. Definitely. Definitely. But they, they they found out. seven goals. You know, you know, you know the truth. Now. Has we, you seven goals. For the villains we, to give you seven, I can, I can tell out. you. I can tell you that the strength of Liverpool lies on their wing backs and mm -hmm. their attacking wingers. That is the strength of Liverpool. If you can cancel out those areas of their of their game, you've you've cut off the whole part of football for Liverpool. Um, Klopp has built this team to play in this pattern for five years. Now, with this team, there's an understanding. The question you ask yourself is when there is a there is a problem on the wing backs. And on the on the flanks, on the attack flanks, what solution do you bring about? Now that is where he has been found out. Most there is no plan B. There's no plan B. Most managers are now working their way to playing out. If you can play out an Alexander Arnold and a Robertson, Liverpool has been found out. So what most, most like now? If you, if you, I will take you back to the to the to the uh, Aston Villa game. We realize that they lost Allison, who has been a strength in the defense. If you look at that game, you realize that Alexander Arnold had had he had one of his worst crosses in a game for an EPL season. Robertson played because he was taken out. Yeah. Now Robertson played strictly in the middle of their own um 18 yard box. He was not giving room to play. He was cut short at the first at the first half. He tried making all those runs, but at some point mm. he was cut out. So this is what's happening now. The question you ask Klopp is, what what solution is he going to bring about if this kind of things reoccur? Now it means Klopp has been found out. Even if you have been found out, what we expect is why don't you beef up these areas that need that need to be beefed up? Now, Damini is talking about his anger with Femio. I'm also in that same boat with him. I'm rocking that same boat with him. The the the. Do, do you know why Liverpool is actually actually made wave all through the EPL, EPL last season? It was because they had a formidable Salah and money. Now imagine you cut out Salah and you cut out money. Can Femio deliver? Femio had his first goal. His first, listen, he had his first goal in Anfield against Chelsea. Yeah, he scored only one goal at Anfield last season. Yeah, true, true. So let's understand all these things. And we expect him to be a number nine. Should I start mm. listing number nines that Liverpool has had? He's not living up to that. He's not living up to the task. That's my own point. So if Klopp has to work on this, he should he should he should bring in an outright goal scorer and bring in a central defender that will compete with Van Dyke. That's my thing. But guys, don't you think don't you think it's too early they were doing this because they lost seven two to Villa Aston Villa and were thinking yeah. that they cannot retain the title? Don't you think it's too early? Is this four games before. gone? They are lucky four they four or two. They are, they are lucky they saw seven two. They are lucky that Leeds United just did a welcome party for them. If you are playing a team like Leeds United, considering three as the EPL champion at the first first match of the season, I'm sorry. Klopp, 
should be laid on the ground and be flogged very well. That's the truth. I, because I, if you're I just uh, agree with that. Because, I mean, it's, it's what we've seen that. It's what we've seen. You, you think it's too early, but clubs are it's beginning to find early. out. They're beginning to understand that, oh, Liverpool's game is, let me outscore you. What if I outscore you? That's the thing. Clubs are going all attacking against them. In the past, managers will be scared and will be, de be defending. But no matter how much you yeah. defend, if you lose 1-0 and you lose 7-0, it's still three points that they three got points. deducted from you. Mm -hmm. So if, you are, if I'm losing 1-0, I keep attacking you. Chances are I can still score. Three points, yeah. So mm -hmm. players, I mean, managers are, are finding out that, hey, I can still attack you. I can still attack you. And it is working. It is showing it worked for Leeds United. It worked for Watford last season. It worked, uh, which team was Minamino in last season? When they played Liverpool and they just Red Bull, spread Red Bull, Salzburg. Red Bull. They, they spread them out to think that they didn't. They started making errors uh, themselves. So yeah. it has it has been found out. Liverpool's um, tactic is I will outscore you, but other managers are beginning to see that hey, I can also outscore you. You are not as great as you think you are. And if that continues, if Liverpool continues conceding three plus goals, or let me not say three plus two plus goals every game. Can they actually score more than two every game? That I don't think they can with uh, Mane getting injured, with Salah having his own time off, and Firmino not delivering every game. Sorry, also, I want to add to what you're saying. For me, right? for me. Sorry, sorry, I was going to add to what you're saying. So, we're talking about Leeds United. We're talking about Aston Villa, right? The Aston match that they actually won. The two reasons why they won that match was because of Alisson and Lacazette. If Lacazette was a prime Benzema on that day, they would yeah. not win against Arsenal. They wouldn't have won against Arsenal. So, so really, it also it, it adds up to exactly. I don't see how they're going to retain the CPL. I don't see it. Like I don't see it at all. <laughs> is it I don't see that chopping goes goals from left, right, and center. Exactly. I don't talk about Alisson. Alisson was the man of the match. Let's not talk about Brighton hitting the bar five times against Man United. Exactly, Brighton Bro. five times against Man United. So, man, every <laughs> team here is hungry. Every team is hungry. There's no big boy. There's no. Um, There's um, a lot of money in the EPL, and everybody wants that yeah. money. They are going to lash you out. Everybody's going to beat you. So, well, I, I, concerning last season. Then the competition, the competition, other teams didn't really step up. The only people, that, the only team that stepped up with Liverpool was Man City. And Man City, they couldn't just keep it up to the last stage. They fell out. They kept drawing, they kept dropping points. But now we can see that the competition, the ante has been raised concerning competition. Everybody had to up their ante. Every team right now is bloody. They are ready to take the three points. And Liverpool, they've not played... They've not played all the top six yet. They've only played... Yeah, they've not even played any of the top six because Arsenal didn't finish in the top six. Okay, they played Chelsea, yes. They played Chelsea, they played Chelsea. And we, for me, I know, yes, I say red card is part of the game, but it was just that red card that turned that game around. They were lucky. They, they were lucky. They were lucky they had Kepa in goal. They, they were lucky Chelsea had Kepa in goal. If they had it... I don't think they were lucky. I feel Chelsea was... I can't cuss on this on this thing, but Chelsea was the club that deserved it to be having Kepa yeah, and goal. Yeah, that, that's true, that's true. Another point I want us to touch, Van Dyke. Do you think he's overconfident? Do you think he needs he needs he needs he needs fire in his bum? He needs competition. Because if you if look at the games, his body language, his body demeanor, his com body composition shows like, yes, I own this sport. Nobody can contest the sport with me. So even when he makes those errors, he's quickly forgiven because there is nobody in there to step in to play or to take that shirt from him. What to take mm -hmm. on that, guys? Well, I would I would like to team first. Now, with with Virgil Van Dyke, he's his only luck presently is the fact that we have social media. When we played football without social media, we knew those who they call defenders. I will, I will take you back. I will take you I, back. I don't like where you're going. I'll, no, I will, I will tell you the truth because, because you realize you realize you need more hype. You go to social media. It is, it is called, it's called advertisement. You, you advertise the player and lo and behold, 
he's much even more hyped than those who actually played their club football. We're talking of, of, of Van Dijk. We saw Van, I saw, I saw Van Dijk at, at Celtic. I saw Van Dijk at Southampton. I saw Van Dijk at Liverpool. And will you tell me, okay, I would, I don't want to, I don't want to take it to way, way more defenders. I also watched Rio Ferdinand at Leeds United. And I saw that same Rio Ferdinand at Manchester United. Come, bro. I don't want to compare. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm go back a little. I'm, I'm going to step back a little. This person I'm going to mention is not an outright central defender, but on his days when he's given a chance to play as a central defender, he outplays the Virgin Van Dijk. And I'm going to mention his name. His name is Branislav Ivanovic. You cannot compare that guy to Van Dijk. So I'm not trying to compare him here. We are shaking. No, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Van Dijk had he had he had a wonderful game in the Champions League against against Barcelona two seasons back, and he was hyped. We saw a John Terry who came against a, a Messi year in year out, season in season out. And he masterminded the UEFA to, um, um, 11 Pro. So are you going to compare Van Dyke, who has an Instagram to 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 back up to back up his performance? No, we don't do that any longer. This is the age where whereby it is it is social media that, that pushes that pushes. Listen, I I don't want to I don't I don't want to cause any any unpleasant unpleasant listenings to to our, our, our followers and our viewers because because it's the truth. Van Dyke now is more like the Maguire we have in Manchester United. Oh, 80 million. Oh, this price. Bra, 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 bra. Are you? Are you? Are you? Let me take let me take Van Dyke a little bit below. Van Dyke is to me, to me, and hey, I don't, I mean, let me not say I don't care if Liverpool fans get agitated, but hey, whatever, man. Van Dyke is hyped up Vestergaard. Remember, Southampton bought Vestergaard no, to no, 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 no. <laughs> Southampton bought Vestergaard to 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 fulfill in the Van Dyke spot. That's that's if Liverpool should buy Vestergaard and give him the same hype that they give Van Dyke, they will be saying the same thing about Vestergaard. I expected, I expected, I expected you to shake the table. I didn't say, I didn't. For me, I feel, I, I feel Van, Dijk, I feel Van Dyke needs, he needs, he needs, um. He needs competition in that team. Exactly. He needs competition. He needs serious competition because if every game of the EPL, you know you are starting and you know you will get that, you'll be in the first 11. When, you, when you're complacent at times, there is no room for correction because you know you'll be chosen by the manager. And that's why I fought Jurgen Klopp because I felt at that, that defense, it needed to have brought in like two or three players Centrally, you have just three central defenders at the moment in Maxi, Gomez and Van Dijk. And you have the Champions League, you have the EPL, you have the FA Cup, and you have, okay, they're out of the Carabao Cup already. They're out already. But can you go through the entire season with three central defenders? I think they have one other young guy from the, the youth team, which can complement, which is four. But I think Van Dijk needs competition in that in that position. We've got we've gone fifty eight minutes, fifty eight minutes, almost an hour, and we can still keep talking and talking and talking. I also Our last words on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> if last words on this on this episode. You know, we titled it. Can can Liverpool retain the EPL title? So let's just give our parting shots with all that has been said. I know I've been in and out on this episode due to where I am. The netto coverage is not too good. But in that order, Damini, Tunde, Chimamaka, can we just round off this episode? Chimamaka, slow your roll, man. Liverpool cannot retain the CPL. Like, I would be genuinely shocked if they retain it. I do not see how they retain it. Um, They would make top four. I believe that they can fight to make top four. And they will be third or fourth, not second. But they're not going to get... They're not, they're not retaining the EPL. 
They don't have the players that are that determined. They've also lost determination. One thing that we don't understand about Van Dijk is Van Dijk is no longer determined to even try and win the EPL. He doesn't have that passion. He's already won it. They've already drunk champagne. They've already been called the best players in England, and they are chilling. Nobody has that drive. The only player that I can see from their first few matches that still has that drive is Mane. As I still keep hyping the boy up. Mane is still hungry. Firmino came to training with purple or pink hair. Like, what's the plan? What's that about? If you are, if you that you not score, you only score one goal. One goal in the whole season. And they won the season. And you score only one goal. Are you carrying number nine on your back? Are you wearing number nine on your back? He came with purple hair. He's not here. He went he, he bleached his teeth. His teeth were shining white. <laughs> you shouldn't be smiling, bro. You should be, you should be angry. You should be frowning your face. You shouldn't be showing your teeth. So because of that, there is no way I win the EPL. No way. Trent, I don't think Trent has proved to us that he can do those back-to-back -back type of seasons that he had last season. That's another problem. I don't. We didn't talk about it, but I don't think Trent can also provide or produce another season like that so soon. I don't think he's that kind of player. I don't think he's that good. Right? I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But they're not... What? They're not retaining the IPL. Nothing is making them retain it. Nothing. Nothing. Cindy. Liverpool, Liverpool fans are Jai Jai fans, just like their club. The hugging, and hugging each other, high fiving. Yeah, all that. that's that's all it is. And every once in a while, the the constellations align and make you win Premier League, and you feel like oh, you're the biggest thing in the world. Um, they're good. They were good. I'm not even gonna take that away from them. They were good. They had brilliant moments, but largely. The reason they won the Premier League this past season was largely due to the fact that other other teams did not step up. Other teams are already stepping up from the first game. <laughs> Nobody is sitting exactly. on the hours. No one is chilling and waiting for them to do anything. Everyone is stepping up right now. And we are beginning to see that they are not really as good as they claim they have been for the past five years or how the progress they claim they've been um, achieving. So, with that being said, I don't think Liverpool will achieve... Uh, we, we will retain the Premier League. Um, if there's anyone that's doing fasting and prayer to ensure that Liverpool don't do it, hit me up. I'll join you. They must not retain the Premier League. This is their last Premier League by the grace of God in Jesus' name until <laughs> another 30 years. I don't mind them winning the game 30 years. Until then, Liverpool are not retaining this team. I, can, I can understand where your beef is coming from. Being a Manchester United uh, fan, I can understand. See, you have let to me tell you, I actually used to like, I liked Liverpool and Klopp until they started believing that they can win something. Okay, remain mediocre. Let's know that you're a mediocre team. Give us some points here and there by beating some people. Don't come and be winning Premier League. What's, what's that? Leave it for us. Leave it for the gang, 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 gang people. Not Liverpool. Chimamaka. I've heard. Asian, Asian, I'm not a Liverpool fan on this to defend no, himself. That minute just, just exhalated the thing. So I don't even know where to start on the Liverpool matter. But my take on this, or my final parting words with on the on the issue at hand. Well, Liverpool, firstly, I don't see them retaining the EPL. Secondly, they've been found out. Thirdly, anything like that. I see them on fast decline if things are not put back in order. Fourth, Klopp would actually need to go and reassess or, yeah, he has to go back to the drawing board and have different tactical approaches to a game. I would compare him to Mourinho. I watched a documentary on Mourinho whenever he trains. He trains with a player less because he always thinks about a red card. Does Klopp do that? No, he doesn't do that. When you have your best player out of the pitch, Mourinho trains without his best players so that he brings about a balance. So Klopp doesn't do all those things. I'm not saying I'm comparing Mourinho to Klopp, but man, the man has to wake up. And I realized last season, 
on statistics, my own personal statistics, I think he clocked a one billion hog. If we counted. <laughs> One billion hog. Let's, let's, He's just spreading let's, love, guys. Come on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's hope that the hogs this season will resolve the trophies. Because nah, I, don't see, I don't see them doing that. With nah, the, with the Vanille there, I'm sorry. With the Van Dyke there, I'm sorry. With the whole team there, with the way they are, I'm sorry. They won't do that. They will, they, what, what are the next game? Is everybody right? Ancelotti will, do, will give them a shot. Yeah, they're playing the best side, Danny. Danny. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow, that's true. They've always lost. Everton has always lost 1-0 or a draw. Was it stand? To be fair, yeah. they drew. They shared the spoils last season. After but the now, resumption, after the pandemic. It, it's 0-0. It was 0-0. Now, you see you see what... I, I, we are all seeing what Everton is doing. Let's, let's, let's not be surprised if we, if we, if we see... And, and sorry, the game that Everton... The, the game that the Merseyside derby that Liverpool won last season was because of error by Pickford. Yes. God, I was already going out of the bar. Out of the bar, yeah. Plus yeah. Minutes. That I went to mm -hmm. go and bring back inside and that one exactly. that, so, so I'm sure that Everton will be ready. I think this season. I, th well, there is nothing I can add to what you guys have said already because I can see it's a consensus already, and you guys, you guys have said it all. Liverpool, it might be difficult for them to retain the title only if Jurgen Klopp, you know, tinker with his with his team, if he has to change a bit of tactics and also do what he needs to do. It's been nice doing this with you guys. It's been nice doing this. We hope we do this. It's just a footy with footy with podcast special where we just sit down, we talk and we freestyle and we have fun doing this because we know we love talking football and we love football. My name is Ahis Anthony and we are on social media platform. We're on Instagram and also we're on Twitter. Follow us and like us. And also this is on YouTube. You can watch and also you can share, drop your comments and also please subscribe. So from us today, we say have a nice weekend.